Section twenty four of Tin Horns and Calico by Henry Christman. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Appendix Songs and Ballads. Few men with a cause have left behind so great a body of song and ballad as the anti renters. They sang their way through the struggle with spirit and humor. From scores of verses handed down in broadsides, newspapers, and manuscripts, and by word of mouth, the following have been selected, some only for their topical interest, and others for their vigorous democratic appeal and faith in eventual victory by ballot rather than by arms. Many were written and sung for special occasions, Independence Day celebrations, political meetings, and organizing rallies, the end of bill snyder the best known of the anti-rent songs was written by s h foster for a celebration on july fourth eighteen forty four at reedsville first battleground of the anti-renters foster wrote also we will be free for an independence day meeting at new salem the following year one of the most finished songsters a resident of middletown delaware county signed himself only forest minstrel Dozens of songs appeared in the columns of the Albany Freeholder, Anti-Renter, Voice of the People, Young America, and The Working Man's Advocate, and probably the volume of anti-rent verse is due in part to the editors who invited original contributions. Some of the ballads have been lost, except for snatches handed down from generation to generation, many farmers in the anti-rent counties especially delaware which seems to have been the most prolific in songs still sing remembered quatrains the songs below retain the misspellings and the occasionally eccentric punctuation of the original publications versified account of the sheriff's raid on the helderberg anti-renters on december second eighteen thirty nine on reedsville hill a fray began at Clark's Ale House it ended. The Dutch out o'er the soldiers ran, so merrily they bended. The sheriff from the city came, we young Prince John came he. The young, the old, the blind, the lame, they bore him good company. They reached the Helder Barrack Hill, said the sheriff, I see one farm, where I must seize for good or ill, therefore we'll sing a psalm. When they came to Reedsville Hill, as daylight did appear, they spied an aged Dutchman, and he did them draw near. Come hither, aged Dutchman, the sheriff, he did cry, and tell where are your stout men with all their great army. But verse you must gum dell to me, if friends or vows you be. I hear you be de sheriff's mine, gum up from Albany. And if you be de sheriff, as I do think you be, I'm sorry you had bringed so view, mid you bad company. There's Joyce den thousand Dutchmen, stand vast upon de hill. They'll make cold junks of all your men, they want their bellies fill. Then up spoke Marcy sadly, for the Dutchmen I'm a match, I've tore my breeches badly, they must give me a patch. Then up spoke Prince John after, the Dutch girls to me high, he spoke midst shouts of laughter, to sleep with them this night. O oh, march men, cried the sheriff, and mind not all this rain. If the Dutch do not surrender, we'll all march back again. The Dutchman dared them all to shoot, and threatened them to kill. 
they ran and stopped but at the foot of Helderbarrack Hill. And there Prince John did take a drink, and Marcy he drank too, and said, Good troth, I truly think, we'll ne'er reach Westerloo. To small potatoes we will send, for troops these Dutch to fight, and then I will my breeches mend and sleep away the night. Now let us all for Prince John pray, and Marcy long live he, although they had the worst that day with the Dutch company. From the New York Herald A Great Revolution Composed by a stranger travelling among the Helderbergs, who, being struck with their generosity and politeness, espoused at once their cause. A great revolution has happened of late, and the pride-fallen landlord laments his sad fate. The cry has gone out through the nine counties o'er, our landlord is falling to rise nevermore. They are striking examples of Haziel of old, who of future misrule by the prophets when told, with vehemence exclaimed, Is thy servant a dog? But our latter-day tyrants might have better said hog. This leads my reflection to days past and gone, when rank and high birth in close wedlock were joined, when aristocrats' sons lived in riotous way, and the poor tenants' earnings for their revels did pay. When honest old Holland sent forth her Dutch band, he offered them gratis large farms of wild land, Seven years passed, and then, as they least did suspect, they must pay him great rent, or them he would eject. Rather than be driven from farmhouse and home, to his oppressive exactions they reluctantly come. Hence many poor tenants have now to bewail, or their quarter-sale leases, and the devil entailed. If the land is e'er sold, it must be at low price, and the landlord can pocket one-fourth in a trice. Thus, while our Constitution proclaims equal rights, it is basely perverted by aristocrat might. They're the spirits of freedom, all honest and bold, and you can't buy and sell em like Arnold's of old. They all have the spirit of seventy-six. They have got the old landlord in a very bad fix. Like Bostonian Indians destroying the tea, by hook or by crook they've resolved to be free. Go on, my brave brothers, I bid you Godspeed. It is time our republic from slavery was freed. Shall a free-born republic be ruled by a knave? Shall a tyrant prevail and the people be slaves? Brave men, you will seek no occasion for war, and the foul deeds of rapine you'll ever abhor. But if in defense of your rights you shall arm, let toils ne'er discourage nor dangers alarm. O'er Helderberg's mountains I have travelled to see if the tenants really were as represented to me. But I have found them humane, hospitable, kind, and a stranger with them an asylum may find. I've rode undisturbed o'er their hills and their dales, and have ne'er been molested by fair ones or males. No, what is your business saluted my ear, or where are you going, or why come you here? I must say in frank justice to the anti-rent band, the view we have taken of you in our land was as villains and outlaws familiar with crime, and more brutal than savages of olden time. They are misrepresented, I see in the cause, they are all zealous lovers of order in laws, but at gross opposition they indignantly spurn, and will fight for the soil their forefathers have earned. So farewell, my brave fellows, I now have no time, 
to spend with you longer in song or in rhyme for if my name and abode you should have any calls you have it f austin warren county glens falls from the albany freeholder the landlord's lament air oh dear what can the matter be the helderberg boys are playing the dickens the night of confusion around me now thickens unless the rent business with some of us quickens we'll all have to live without rents oh dear dear what can the matter be dear dear what can the matter be what shall i do with my tenants how shall i get all my rents i used to get rich through the poor toiling tenants i spent all their earnings in pleasures satanic but now i confess i am in a great panic because i can get no more rent oh dear dear what can the matter be dear dear what can the matter be what shall i do with my tenants oh how shall i get all my rents my tenants once to my office were flocking some without coat or a shoe or a stocking but now i declare it is really quite shocking to know i shall get no more rent oh dear dear what can the matter be dear dear what can the matter be what shall i do with my tenants how shall i get all my rents i must give up this business i vow it's no use to me it's been a continual source of abuse to me the friends of equal rights give no peace to me until they get clear of the rent oh dear dear what can the matter be dear dear what can the matter be what shall i do with my tenants how shall i get all my rents e p from the albany freeholder the end of bill snyder as sung by the uterpian band of rensselaerville at the anti-land monopoly celebration at reedsville albany county july fourth eighteen forty four air old dan tucker the moon was shining silver bright the sheriff came in dead of night high on a hill sat an indian true and on his horn this blast he blew oh keep out of the way big bill snyder will tar your coat and feather your hide sir the indians gathered at the sound bill cocked his pistol looked around their painted faces by the moon he saw and heard that same old tune oh keep out of the way big bill snyder will tar your coat and feather your hide sir says bill this music's not so sweet as i have heard i think my feet had better be used and he started to run but the tin horn still kept sounding on oh keep out of the way big bill snyder will tie your coat and feather your hide sir 
legs do your duty now says bill there's a thousand indians on the hill when they catch tories they tar their coats and feather their hides and i hear the notes of keep out of the way big bill snyder will tar your coat and feather your hide sir he ran and he ran till he reached the wood and there with horror still he stood for he saw a savage tall and grim and he heard a horn not a rod from him oh keep out of the way big bill snyder will tar your coat and feather your hide sir and he thought that he heard the sound of a gun and he cried in fright oh my race is run better had it been had i never been born than to come within sound of that tin horn keep out of the way big bill snyder will tar your coat and feather your hide sir and the news flew round and gained belief that bill was murdered by an indian chief and no one mourned that bill was slain but the horn sounded on again and again keep out of the way big bill snyder will tar your coat and feather your hide sir next day the body of bill was found his writs were scattered on the ground and by his side a jug of rum told how he had to his end come oh keep out of the way big bill snyder will tar your coat and feather your hide sir s h foster from a handbell the brave indian from rocky mountains we are come to free our lands from slavery never again to see our home till we execute our bravery a brave indian ne'er despise nor count him as a stranger remember he your country stays in the day and hour of danger your pleasant homes you shall enjoy we boldly have avowed it your peace the tyrants would destroy but we will not allow it our tawny arm is stretched out still to shield you and protect you our dearest blood will freely spill we never will neglect you a brave indian ne'er despise nor count him as a stranger remember he your country stays in the day and hour of danger fatiguing marches will endure that you may dwell in quiet your lands from rent we will secure at least we mean to try it at night in peace you need lie down upon your beds to rest you but we must wander through the town to see that none molest you a brave indian ne'er despise nor count him as a stranger remember he your country stays in the day and hour of danger don't drive poor indian from your door nor with disdain reject him but give him of your plenteous store how cruel to neglect him a brave indian ne'er despise nor count him as a stranger remember he your country stays in the day and hour of danger from original manuscript found among the papers of the editor of the albany freeholder the spring campaign or the tory exploits delaware county spring eighteen forty five the delaware invincibles and wonder of the day and sheriff green that reliant man whose fame can ne'er decay green felt his race was nearly run and so resolved was he to do some deed to send his name down to posterity a posse first he ordered out to march to andy's town lord howe commander was it seems a tory of renown the wondrous feat they there performed stands bright on history's page they captured a prisoner but sixteen years of age 
the bloodhounds started out next day fresh laurels for to gain they stole four dollars worth of hay and made their boasts in vain their hands were in what could they do they must not idle be so the sheriff and his ruffians next set out for roxbury four natives they made out to take oh joyful news indeed they now could keep a posse upon pretense of need bovina next a visit got from this degraded clan was e'er such valor known before a hundred took one man to roxbury again they went resolved to have some fun they pulled the women out of bed because they fired a gun that night the horns began to toot and sheriff green looked pale he ordered out a pitchfork guard to watch the delhi jail some straw was placed beneath the jail and should the natives come were orders from sheriff green to fire the jail and run lord howe was lost amid the din that tory so renowned hid in a flour-barrel at last was the old rascal found and bub steel too that hero brave where could the bloodhound be safe in an oven peeping out the dreadful scene to see rast edgerton was trembling he could not hold a gun old hathaway went into fits he thought his race was run judge wheeler crawled beneath the bed pete wright hid in a churn he said the native will be here the village they will burn the women ran from house to house to bid their friends farewell the horrors of that fearful night no mortal tongue can tell the great and gallant pitchfork guard stood looking quite austere they could not fight they could not run so struck were they with fear the night passed on the morning dawned the natives did not come the sheriff and his pitchfork guard once more beheld the sun when the four prisoners were tried old hathaway was there the devil with a cloven foot could not be more severe the judge while passing sentence on the prisoners shed tears because he couldn't sentence them to sing sing twenty years about those tears much has been said by both up rent and down but it is well known a crocodile might claim them as his own cannons were fired off for joy by fiends in human form they took delight in others woes but their reward will come and should the evils here described for ever be endured no by the ballot-box will show such evils can be cured supplied by charles ellis grant of margaretville delaware county from anti-rent material gathered by his mother we will be free as sung by the euterpian band at anti-land monopoly celebration at new salem albany county july fourth eighteen forty five air the boatman's dance hail patriots hail the sacred day our fathers broke the tyrant's sway let earth resound with notes of glee it is our nation's jubilee then shout brothers shout oh shout brothers shout loud sound the horn upon the morn of independence day Huzzah, huzzah, we will be free from feudal rents and tyranny. Huzzah, huzzah, we will be free from feudal rents and tyranny.
our feudal lords in coaches ride puffed up with vanity and pride their boasted wealth they do forget was purchased by the tenant's sweat they ne'er remember that the bread upon their tables daily spread and the rich viands which they eat are products of the farmer's wheat their wives and daughters richly dressed for naught but golden charms caressed oft treat one far more fair with scorn because forsooth she's cottage born but shout brother shout o oh, shout brother shout loud sound the horn upon the morn of independence day huzza huzza we will be free from feudal rents and tyranny huzza huzza we will be free from feudal rents and tyranny proud haughty barons ye may spy the tempest gathering in the sky the storm ye once thought would not last ye may discern has not yet passed we sons of patriots sires now swear your loads we will no longer bear a thousand hearts now beat as one to finish what we have begun the time is past when we'll consent to pay for land a yearly rent to you whose title is at best one which you dare not now contest then shout brother shout o oh, shout brother shout loud sound the horn upon the morn of independence day huzza huzza we will be free from feudal rents and tyranny huzza huzza we will be free from feudal rents and tyranny no longer o'er the fields and roads our teams shall drag your heavy loads we'll bring your tables to adorn not one fat hen nor peppercorn of lands o'er which the waters run we can consent to spare you none for in those streams we fear a drought if you should take the bottoms out then happy days return once more no sheriff knocking at the door with food enough upon our shelves we'll spend the quarter sales ourselves then shout brother shout o oh, shout brother shout loud sound the horn upon the morn of independence day huzza huzza we will be free from feudal rents and tyranny huzza huzza we will be free from feudal rents and tyranny s h foster from a handbell originally published in the albany freeholder the uprent major in delaware county an office seeker was caught taking down a liberty pole raised by the anti-renters the pioneers of freedom the hardy sons of toil resolved to claim their birthright the freedom of the soil no more to cringe and flatter and bow with hat in hand 
the tyrants who oppress them and claim to own their land so they solemnly united and raised their standard high with banner fair unfolded to meet the public eye heaven gave the fair foundation and heaven gave the tree the sons of freedom raised it pledge of their liberty it plainly showed the landlords their day of power was o'er henceforth they would be free men and pay them rent no more the landlords saw and trembled the token well they knew they feared the hands that raised it and prudently withdrew but secretly determined a fitting tool to find who could be bought with lucre to act what they designed they thought a man of honour would spurn their gilded bait but they knew a quondam major whom their notice would elate they knew that flattery fed him that office was his aim he'd be proud of chain and collar if it bore a landlord's name so they hinted what they wanted but oh how big he grew for twenty silver pieces i'll betray these men to you well they bought him dubbed him agent or at least he hoped they would if he proved a faithful donkey and served them all he could then like his predecessor old judas on he went we judge this by his conduct to betray the innocent so he pricked up his long harkers and at once began the job perhaps the silver pieces were sinking in his fob he wore a mask of friendship he borrowed jacob's art art thou in health my brother while he stabbed him in the heart he assumed a tone of kindness said he wished their minds to know twas his object to befriend them and his good feelings show they were old friends and neighbours nor would he do them harm but he wanted to advise them how each might hold his farm then he told them his old story long as the moral law about the constitution to fill their minds with awe since the only way of safety the wisest and most fit since the landlords were the masters was for them to submit that it really was their duty and he thought their interest too all peacefully to settle and let the landlords have their due he'd one more thing to mention that pole you've acted wrong the madam is offended she will be back ere long it has stood too long already it must be taken down she feels herself insulted you'll be ruined by her frown it surely must be levelled it must no longer stand the madam won't allow it she'll drive you off her land the law is hard against you as you must plainly see the landlord's claims are sacred and honoured they must be now we are here together let's take it down to-day if you don't like to do it i can and will straightway but not a man that raised it would desecrate the tree they loved the sacred symbol of their country's liberty he saw their manly firmness and with his bribe-stained hand broke down their tree of freedom in its own native land how did the forest natives their fury then restrain had justice claimed the forfeit the blood that rock had stained or had one trace of honour one spark of patriot zeal one kindly throb of feeling allied to public weal found shelter in his bosom or warmed his fulsome frame with this eternal stigma he would not have stained his name now we leave the quondam major his hopes all come to naught while he the brush was beating another bird was caught but long the tree shall flourish and the banner proudly wave till every uprent tory shall fill a coward's grave 
and long as splendid rivers shall roll their waves sublime our cause shall be respected in every distant clime forest minstrel from young america the helderberg war oh hark in the mountains i hear a great roar those helderberg farmers are at it once more with their war-whoops and indians most wickedly bent on shaving van rensselaer out of his rent and the way they make war is to feather and tar every unfortunate law-seeking gent who by landlord or sheriff among them is sent and then when with soldiers you seek them alas for those chiefly concerned it still came to pass they might as soon with a thread think of catching a whale or a swallow by throwing some salt on its tail even thus when the sheriff so warlike at need sees a pack of them coming and thinks they are hisen commands his stout posse to charge them with speed and prepares in his triumph to march them to prison they melt into air or creep into holes like nothing elsewhere but sprites or moles so the only thing the poor sheriff can do is to make them leave when they hover in view for he knows in his soul when they've vanished away that the finding a pin in a bundle of hay were as nothing compared with the labor so hobbling of finding those helderberg farmers or elves it would seem as though each were a mole or hobgoblin though their landlord would swear they're the devils themselves but tremble tremble ye farmers stout for our troops may assemble to ferret ye out even the troops of new york with invincible hearts who when they went picking last time in your parts succeeded in killing three pigs and a cow though they failed as to putting an end to the row like the duke of york and his merry men they marched up the hill and marched down again and will wager of pennies a hundred to ten that should they revisit your region so gory they'd eat you alive when they find you that's when and return with an equal division of glory oh our soldiers are boys that fear no noise unless they are mounted on horses but then they are very like to fall off them again should their steeds show their mettle and therefore they fear every sound that may fall on the sensitive ear we speak not of privates or sergeants or such nay the captains themselves are below us a touch but of generals and staff who would make a dog laugh upon horses hired out for two dollars a day as leaving their shops they prepare for the fray one keeps his saddle without any thanks by anchoring his spurs in the poor horse's flanks one tugs at the curb till his charge shows blood and deposits his rider at ease in the mud a colonel so carries his legs that a child might perceive at a glance he's a tailor run wild while a general who much in the service takes pride has belted his rapier on his right side on the whole they look like a parcel of flats knocked for their sins into three cocked hats but still at a distance when people don't see how badly themselves and their horses agree and what dismal long faces among them abound for fear they might measure their length on the ground with their falchions so bold and their coats laced with gold and their feathers so fine they cut a great shine though not quite napoleons as sure as a gun might steal the soft heart from the breast of a nun which all must admit if their tastes be but true who gaze on a picture so warlike to view but there's one sort of soldiering done in new york which the dander might raise in a stoic or turk 
and make strangers suppose if they gazed on our woes that with all our boasting we yankee doodles were the sublimest of this world's noodles we speak of our train-band gatherings raw which fools of us make according to law and mulked us in fines which are spent in dinners to fatten a pack of lazy sinners who study the stupid drills to make and bad as may be for their stomach's sake for the more are shamed into paying the fine the better that awkward squad can dine you doughheads whom still we must take into grace and vote up in albany if you are true and worth half the rhino you get by your place relieve us from this or go hang yourselves do from the working man's advocate at two dollars per day albany city is a very rough place filled up with those land sharks of killian's race the city's too small to hold all the breed they rove round the country like every bad weed in columbia county and state of new york lived some of those prowlers much worse than the turks for legally robbing they have made themselves known their acts of oppression the land doth bemoan in columbia county town of hillsdale where people assembled or wrong to prevail to talk of their grievances and hit on some plan how they could get rid of this lord of the land the natives assembled in motley array with pistols in belt as people do say a pistol went off and we do lament it shot a pale face without an intent the news then to hudson with speed it did come the judge to the sheriff with speed he did run he says to the sheriff you must go with me we'll take up those rebels wherever they be the judge and the sheriff away they did steer at the place of conflict they quick did appear they arrested one bouton and he they did say had been the ringleader of this very fray the people of hudson in arms they did rise for fear of the men who put on the disguise placed a guard at the jail in the midst of the fray for fear the red men would take bouton away the people of hudson in council they went to call on the governor it was their intent for arms from the arsenal and men from that place to shield them from cost and from lasting disgrace the late legislature was in a great stew to save mr governor and carry him through but i fear he will stumble and fall on the plain if he ever puts up to be governor again oh now says his lordship you must pay these men who went out a-cruising in the last campaign they went to old hudson and there they did say they gambled and drank at two dollars per day c s from the albany freeholder the prisoners in jail lines composed in the columbia county jail july ninth eighteen forty five there is boughton and belden and many beside they are quite clever fellows or else they're belied for what they're in jail i scarcely do know but it's base at the best well let it go so in these hard times the sheriffs will out with their array of men the county will find them what money they spend they will seize upon prisoners and into the cell if there's anything worse it must be in hell in these hard times and there they will keep them confined in the jail without any liberty for to get bail they will do as they please in spite of your friends and god only knows where this matter will end in these hard times 
but the sheriff and others who go in the huddle, I'm fearful are getting themselves into trouble, for unless they keep themselves somewhere near straight, they will be twitched at the eye at a hell of a rate in these hard times. But we are prisoners in jail, our cases are hard, they look all around to keep on their guard, their feet fast in irons chained down to the floor, they are pretty sheriffs, what can they do more in these hard times? And as for the jailer, he's a man of renown, he spends all his time in ironing them down, he says for their keeping they don't get half pay, though he gives them but two poor meals a day in these hard times. The judges and jurors are a very fine crew. They take the poor prisoners and drive them right through. The sheriffs will falter, all hell they don't fear. They will bring them in guilty if they prove themselves clear in these hard times. They will send them to jail and there for to lie on bread and cold water or else they must die or else down to Sing Sing and there for to dwell. For twenty-five dollars they would send us to hell in these hard times. The district attorney is a handsome young man. He spends all his time in laying some plan. And as for the sheriff, he's a man I despise. He will go to the governor with his mouth full of lies in these hard times. He seizes upon property, and that he will sell. And drink, by the way, he can do very well. He will do anything that will profit himself, for Uncle Sam has to pay him as well as the rest in these hard times. And as for the council, they seem to be clever. They tell them fine stories, make all things fair weather. But it's for money they go, as you're all well aware, and without it they don't care a don how we fare in these hard times. But there is the doctor I like to forgot. Still he is the meanest of all the whole lot. He says he will cure them for half they possess, and when they are dead he will sue for the rest in these hard times. Although he says the old jail's very filthy, and the jailer must clean it, or else he will see, the prisoners are fast declining, and the jailer is to blame. If he don't do his duty, he'll report him very soon, in these hard times. But I think now it's time to finish my song. I can prove all I've said if you think I've done wrong. For they are prisoners in jail, without any bail, and I think they don't like this lying in jail, in these hard times. Mortimer C. Belden, Little Thunder, from the Albany Freeholder Come, all true anti-renters! Come, all true anti-renters, who live by honest toil! Come, sing a song right gaily, about the right of soil! When proud and haughty tyrants would live on others' gain, the shout against oppression was running o'er land and main, Ye form a noble phalanx of men upright and bold, and to your rights undoubting ye firmly now must hold. Come to the contest gather, and vote now once again, and soon the strife is over, the victory soon is won. Come cast your trusty ballots for friends of anti-rent, and when your work is ended your time will be well spent. From the Albany Freeholder Lay down the musket. Lay down the murderous musket, put by the glittering steel. We ask the rights of free men, and to free men we appeal. A weapon far more potent the ballot box shall yield, 
it is the only weapon a yeoman's hand should wield we ask no princely favors we ask for this alone the rightful boon of free men a spot to call our own would you bid us leave these valleys and on the prairies west erect our humble hamlets to be with freedom blest when up our mountain streamlets and o'er these hills we rove we trace our father's footsteps amid the scenes we love tis here their graves are scattered how were they wont to toil and by these sacred memories we are wedded to this soil and you the princely owners of this rich and wide domain what boots it longer proudly to regard us with disdain we envy not your riches though increased an hundredfold but why are landed titles preferred to shining gold no gift however humble we are asking at your hand we ask the rightful purchase of the freehold of our land we ask the glorious privilege be every honest will of gaining independence and wooing fortune's smile we ask no princely favors we ask for this alone the rightful boon of free men a spot to call our own from the albany freeholder end of section 24 recording by maria casper end of tin horns and calico by henry christman